the Jeep Talk Show. Now, two episodes a week. What? Two episodes? Okay. Yes, that's right. Two. Are you excited? I'm always excited when it comes out on Friday. It's actually a go-to podcast that I can actually listen to while I'm getting over to work or on my way home. New episodes every Friday and early Monday morning and time for your commute. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. And a very good uh, Tuesday evening to you. I know you're not listening to this on a Tuesday unless you're here with us live in the Zoom room want to thank you for all the zoom people for joining us tonight uh, quite quite a few let me just jump through the names now these that we may have uh, people join and leave and you know as as things go but that's how zoom meetings are at least when you're not working you can uh, leave zoom meetings with uh, i guess if you could had a good excuse like you know you were driving and you had to uh, uh get out of the zoom meeting for some reason but anyway we have isaac steve-o uh christopher uh jim f uh mudman uh, 08 uh, 84, also known as Josh, Randy, uh, the infamous, no, I shouldn't say infamous. He's the famous YJ guy, the, the gentleman that, uh, took his, uh, YJ out to uh, hidden falls with us on the uh, last Jeep talk show, uh, event and, uh, promptly rolled it and, uh, became the Jeep talk show event hero. Uh, he's with us tonight. We've got, uh, Andrew who, uh, was, uh, carrying the, J- uh, the Jeep talk show flag on the back of his LJ. Uh, Doug, uh, we've got iPhone. We know who iPhone is, but he hasn't changed his name yet. <laughs> and Doug, and uh, all the things are changing, so I think I've already lost the list. That's pretty much everybody. Um, I don't know. Uh, Travis may be here. Hadn't heard from him. I did hear from Chris. Uh, Chris said he uh, had to go to his daughter's um, swimming event, and I'm thinking... You can't. You can use a phone there. You know, get on the Wi-Fi. But I, I guess they get upset. The children get upset with you whenever you're not paying attention to what they're doing. So let's bring the Zoom people in and uh, say uh, howdy, 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 howdy. Oh, I think Larry. Howdy. I think Larry's here, and he was driving, right? Jeep and mo, or did he get out? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm iPhone. <laughs> oh, your I iPhone. Ch- I haven't had a chance to change it yet. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say that word. I'm going to say hello. That's how we say it up here in the north. If you want beaver nuggets, uh, beaver nuggets, you have to say howdy, howdy. Ah, he knows he wants them. He knows he is, but he's fighting it. <laughs> he goes anti-Texan right now because he's yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, circling, I'm circling the wagons, the wagoneers. <laughs> I mean, I got some of the where, uh, you don't have any wagoneers up there. They're all rusted out. Oh, no, you don't have any vehicles up there that are older than three years old unless they're uh, hey, in a barn hey. rusting. Actually, the Wally's, which is that Bucky's wannabe ripoff up here, has one sitting out front. Oh, nice. Because it doesn't move because it can't anymore because it's just rust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've seen that. I've seen that that vehicle, and you can smell the age on it just walking past. It's like a, a old, stale paint and mold. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll just we'll just come raid the south like we usually do when we need new ones. That's the uh, that's what I did. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the smell of beaver nuggets. Here, by the way. All right. Well, I don't want to I don't want to belabor uh, talking about the Jeep Talk Show event that we had back on September 18th, but I thought it might be a good idea before we uh you know put all it behind us, get in a a, a, a fetal position in the, a hot shower uh, that we uh, that we discuss this before uh, it uh, gets out of mind. But now there were a few people that talked about how we could have done done a few things better, and I thought that uh, this would be a good time. Uh, there's, there's several people here. We won't we won't talk about this the whole hour for you folks that weren't at the event or couldn't go to the event. Uh, but just uh, just a little discussion. I think one of the things brought up was that the 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 line of uh, fifteen to twenty jeeps was too long. Now I think it was uh, uh, Jimmy that was kind of bitching about that, wasn't it, uh, Jimmy? That was the the line was too long for the the tail gunner who was in almost in another time zone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know where it started. <laughs> He's just, you guys he was all alone, and I haven't even gotten onto the riverbed. That's yeah. how we got separated. That's how Guy got in the, what he got into. Yep, yep. So, yeah. 
So, and, and also, too, we kind of had a last minute, uh, who's going to lead, who's going to uh, be tail gunner, and uh, John said, I don't want to lead like 20 times, and then uh, he says, okay, I'll lead. <laughs> <laughs> After Oh, and John, I didn't get a chance to message you, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to out Josh here on the, sh- on, uh, here on the, uh, the round table. Um, I, he washed the receipt in his pants. So I, I need to know how much those breakfast tacos were and an estimate and add 5% to it or whatever so that you don't get shorted any, uh, any, uh, any money. So I, I, I need to find out how much, how much you spent on those breakfast tacos. I'll, I'll just screenshot the uh, credit card, you know. Oh, great. Great. Whatever, I can send that to you, so. Well, I trusted you. Uh, you any money you get, you're just going to use buying, for buying cigars, I know, so. Yeah, there's no more for Josh. Like <laughs> yeah, no, that was harsh, wasn't it, man? I couldn't believe he was he was going after you like that on the free cigars that they were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. Chris yeah. liked them. No, I know, I know. I, I was there. By the way, I don't know if there's too much background or noise or not, but we've got like a monsoon going on. I had to relocate to the garage because we well, uh, we can't hear a thing. No, no, sure. nothing. Yeah, we yeah. had quite a bit of uh, of weather here today, and I, I I got to find out that the uh, the Gladiator drives just fine uh, when those uh, uh, little bitches are in the uh, slow lane driving with their uh, blinkers on uh, about uh, thirty five miles an hour. I couldn't see oh. so good, but <laughs> I didn't have to. Man. would worry about it sliding around. To this day, I have the biggest guilt. I had my ninety eight Cherokee. We had a monsoon rain. Next morning, there's a railroad bridge. That every two lane, one way each direction, and it's flooded. So everybody's going real slow there. So there's me letting the gap grow, 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 <laughs> running into four wheel drive. I go plowing through there right as this poor guy in his work van comes through with his window down. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I feel like the biggest ass that I did that to that dude. Hey. I mean, it, it took my windshield wipers like a good couple revolutions to clear my window. That's how much water I threw up. Hey, everybody had the, had their own opportunity to get a Jeep, uh, lift it, do all the other, other things to it. Poor guy in his work contractor van. I would, didn't ask but, for that. But I would recommend that anytime you're going through high water, you go slow because of that, swamping other vehicles, uh, especially yeah. low vehicles, and especially in neighborhoods. When the It's fun to get out uh, in, in flooded neighborhoods and drive around and see all the scenes because you're seeing something that only the residents really are going to be able to see and, and emergency vehicles uh, that are up high enough that they can get through that. So I understand the fascination. Just just remember, everybody, not just you, uh, Steve-O, but everybody, just remember to go slow through there. Keep the, the wakes down. No rooster tails behind the uh, the Jeeps, please. Yeah. So anyway, back to the back to the thing uh, that I was talking about. Uh, what what other things did you guys see that uh, we should change? I mean, I know we should have Josh on all the events because he's a he's a, a social butterfly, rock gathering, uh, talk your uh, your arm and your right leg off uh, <laughs> the whole event. So I thought, it, I thought it was pretty smooth. I mean, I guess if anything, uh, more just figure out when when and where we're going to meet. You know. Just, like uh, when lunch is and when we're going to go back on trail, that kind of thing. So at one point there, it all kind of just stalled out. Uh, the speaking of communications, the uh, the GMRS communication seems to work circ- uh, worked out real well. Um, do, oh, yeah. Did anybody get a feel for how many people we had that uh, didn't have communications? At least half. I didn't have any. You say half, like only half did. I mean, there was a lot of chatter on the radio. I'm surprised it was the, that many people. <laughs> no, I know at least no. eight or nine of the people had had it just offhand. I don't know about the guy, the people in the the, the gladiators, the three uh, the three other gladiators. I don't know if they had it or not. I don't think I ever met the person that was in the black diesel gladiator. Uh, I know uh, Chip and his wife were in the uh, the orange and the red. Uh, gladiators. I think there was only four gladiators out there, mine being one of them. Um, so I'm going to try to remember to tell everybody to go over and purchase a Ritavis or Ritavis uh, GMRS handy talkie. Now you can get you can get one that's more expensive, but those are 22 bucks uh, on Amazon, uh-huh. uh, free shipping if you got Prime. And uh, I actually was going to bring out uh, a bunch of them. Uh, I, I think I could have got five of them for a hundred dollars. And I was gonna. Are those good quality? I mean, because the Midlands are what seventy dollars for a pack of two. Uh, well, then, uh, 
I don't know, uh, but uh, when Josh was using it, his his uh, the sound, his voice was very clear, and uh, it, it worked out really well. I bought a, a set of them for the families that that they can carry them in their jeep. So if they uh, have somebody with them and they get out of the jeep, or they get out of the jeep and they want to talk back to to their jeep because they have they all have uh, uh, GMRS mobile radios in, in their uh, jeeps. Uh, it would be a way for them to uh, talk to you know somebody else. Like if there was a zombie apocalypse, they would be able, hey, there's a zombie on your left, you know that type of thing. So uh, anyway, I started to buy a pack of them uh, to hand out to everybody, and then just give them uh, give them away to those folks that didn't have uh, the, the, uh, the communications capabilities. But it, it wasn't going to come in in time for the event. So I think I'm going to do that for next event. Uh, is uh, get get a handful of those, five or six of them, whatever it was. And then uh, we'll we'll pass them out to folks, and you know if they lose them, break them, or whatever, it's like okay, well you lost, broke your own radio. You should have kept up with it. <laughs> but have y'all ever thought about the Baofeng UV five R? Have y'all heard of that, about that one? Uh, yeah, that one. I've got several okay. uh, Baofengs. The only problem with the Baofeng is is that the audio quality on transmit is not very good. Uh, you have to uh, open up the the little mic hole on many of them. Now they may have fixed that, but it's a it's a simple fix. Uh, but uh, at $22 for a GMRS radio, it's kind of hard yeah. to go wrong. Uh, I think the, the Baofengs are like 35 Right. That's what I think. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I had. I mean, it sounds like everybody was pretty happy with uh, with the event. I think uh, probably a couple of groups. I think somebody had mentioned uh, on, on another show maybe a, um, uh, a group of Jeeps that are more stock, stock or, or more stock and a group of Jeeps that are uh, more than stock for the uh, getting up and over uh, things that uh, maybe won't scare the hell out of them. <laughs> I mean, think when you look at it, talking about pre-planning, whether it's pre-running or pre-planning, you know, kind of, if we had a park like that, you can almost publish like, here's the trails that, you know, we're going to be running in group A. Here's the ones that will be running in group B. That's a great That's idea. Together. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, I know Larry, <laughs> there's actually a spot in the video he posted. I found hilarious. And that was, on the way up, Boss Hog, he kind of yells out the window, I watched the video. I'm assuming he means that he went on YouTube and watched the videos. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember him saying that. So a lot of those trails, you can just go type their names into YouTube and find out if you want to even get you know, get on that or not You know, ahead of time. Um, so I think that that would be, especially if we're going to go back to Hidden Falls, I think we know enough about the trails to kind of map out two different paths. Like I would be comfortable mapping out you know, let's call it a, a harder for uh, some of us to go through, like Bronco and FNTRO and stuff like that. And then I don't think Boss Hog should be off the trail, but maybe running it the right way for the for the ones that want to run it that way. And, and you know, you could create two different trails, but maybe publish them ahead of time so people know what group they they want to be in. And when you're in the beginning of the drivers' meeting, everybody's not trying to figure out which one do I want to go to because that can that can take some time to to <laughs> the right group. And I think the next event, uh, we need to make sure that Guy's coming out so we can like bill him as the <laughs> as the focus of the event. You know, co- will will Guy survive this uh, this trail, this event? And just remember, remember one thing: if I lead, you have to do exactly what I do. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> That's I don't, a really scary I don't. thought. <laughs> well, you know what? But, but if we're gonna do that, maybe you can make some promos with that. Uh, you know, Hollywood trailer guy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> standing alone in his YJ against the world. Oh, <laughs> set it all up right. This, this Thanksgiving. I, I started out on my side and I ended up conquering that one, whichever, I don't even know what, what it was called, that uh, stair step that we went up. Somewhere around North I think it's the exit of FNTRO. I think uh, okay. watching, the video, watching the video, I think they should call it Elbows and Assholes. Because it was uh, everybody was running and jumping, <laughs> getting out of the out of the way. So was it because you were in that darn red that just the red reflected the sun so much that caused the, the go over? Or? Guy was out no, there. Probably. Guy was out there to chew bubble gum and do some wheeling, and he was all out of bubble gum. <laughs> like, because he like left it on the ground. The sign said fall. fall and pointed it to the left. It said falls and fall to the left. So I fell to the left. <laughs> well, when he went up the. Uh, when he went up the North Pole, you couldn't see anything. All of a sudden, all you heard was an engine and smoke and tires. And like, 
it cleared, and all, oh, there he is. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. That's, that's my little glass pack I got on that little four cylinder. Like, Jeannie, oh, we all got a, we Jeannie, all got a do really I get three wishes? <laughs> we all got a really good view of that cherry bomb, like up close and personal, right? Yeah, we I, actually, oh, I noticed. Yeah. I noticed that cherry bomb right away whenever I was looking at <laughs> yeah. it underneath. First yeah, time. I got to do a little inspection, make sure everything was okay on the bottom. So. <laughs> good point there. Yeah. In one of the pictures, it looks like two guys are scratching a, a dog, dog's belly there for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I could have had y'all had good times. So. <clears throat> oh, it was, was great. It? And I certainly think you had a good time, which was the oh, important yeah, thing. I, had a blast. I just tickled to death that that thing started back up when we got it back on all four. I couldn't believe that. It just like, boop, no problem. Like right Let's up. No, no smoke. I think we all were commenting on that. Like we didn't even no. I was expecting to see all kinds of white smoke coming out of it from being on its side for so long, but it was clean. We even checked for oil, too. I mean, there was even oil in it. Oh, well, yeah. that, well, that's what I was going to say. There has to be oil for the smoke to uh, come out the exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, wasn't, there was no damage. The window wasn't broke or anything. It I, just carburetor. I, right? I know. I know. I've talked. To, yeah. I, I know. I've mentioned this before. But guy, I walked up to the guy and I said, "So I heard the heard about the flop. Is it, what did you break? Was there any damage?" And he starts showing me his elbow and his broken fingernail. I went, "What about the Jeep? Damn it! You know, it's it's fine. It's fine." Mr. Sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> when I got home, I, I the uh, roll bar is bent. Just just a little bit, but that I mean, you know, it's hey, that's just a put a bandaid on it. Bend in, bent in or bent over? Bent in. I bent well, bent down, sort of. Oh, okay. Well, know. it did its job. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was the part between the 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 roll, the roll cage part and the wind, the windshield. Is that where it was bent, guy? It's right between the front and right there at the door where my door is. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I saw that. I didn't. I didn't take a close enough look, but I saw the little bent in there. But he didn't want to pile onto the uh, moment. <laughs> oh, but you know, in, in addition to the damage, you know, we did we did fix the tail light thing, right? Oh yeah, Correct. I right. appreciate that. Hey, when I started messing with my my uh, my wife's tail lights on her t- 2003 TJ, I looked at that and I went, "This is wrong. It's got the, the 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 backup light on top that should be on the bottom." And I thought it was really strange, and I had to look at it a couple of times. and went, "Nope, that's the way it is." So. Yeah, I kind of I kind of learned that myself when I, I think I was putting on the the LED tail lights on her for 2003 TJs when that happened. We were like yeah, on I the changed out of the all trail. the screws. I was missing some screws and stuff. So, <laughs> well, right. you know, it would have been bad if all of a sudden the tail lights looked right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> upside down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe that's why they put them on like that, so they look more normal in its natural state. <laughs> we gotta get a, uh, we gotta get guy uh, a sticker that says uh, "Doing fine, uh, call for help." Uh, you know, up, one of them is upside down. If you can read this, call for help. Yeah, fine, uh, not fine. Needs to have one. If I'm not right, I'm I'm doing great. If I'm on my sideways, I need a little bit of help. If I'm upside down, call the Calvary. <laughs> So I, I don't remember, uh, guy. Do you have a winch on the front of your Jeep? Yes, I do. So uh, how about a uh, snatch block and enough, uh, 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 like a um, what do you call the thing? A tree saver, so that maybe you could uh, tree saver. Ride I don't yourself. Have a snatch block. I have the tree saver, but not the snatch block yet. Yeah, because I think uh, with a couple of things, a couple of items, you could have uh, righted yourself. Not that you'd have to, but just in uh, just in case. I kind of like being yeah. able to. Uh, if even if I've got help, at least have the all the stuff necessary to uh, get me back up. But I think everybody out there, what was it, Jimmy? You had a winch, and that was the first time that you'd uh, had had a chance to use it. Yeah, guy was nice enough to let me test out my winch for the first time. <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! Yeah, and, nice and, and John was nice enough to let me use my kinetic rope for the first time too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did Don, Don get stuck? You got yeah, he got turtle. Oh, Turtled? Yeah, he got he got turtled the top, and what was that red one, Jimmy? You brought out? It looked like a. I think it was a red kinetic rope. Yeah, yeah, it's a red kinetic rope from uh, Crawler. I think is the name of the company. It works great. Yeah, I like yeah. those things because it uh, makes it stretchy, so that you're uh, not just uh, popping the hell out of somebody's frame. Or uh, I know some people will hook on to the uh, like to the axles or something, which is a big no no, but. Uh, people still do, and you got to think that would be uh, a little bit better for the for the axles if you uh, if somebody was using it that way. 
The normal strap goes tight. Almost yanked your teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really all I had. I just wanted to kind of go over uh, what we should uh, do different. I think, uh, uh, I, and I remember uh, John L. talking about this in the uh, before about we we just need to get together and have a have a good conversation for the the group leaders that'll be out there leading uh, uh, everybody at the event. And just kind of go over it. I love the idea about uh, coming up with the trails that we're going to go on. Uh, I've been. I'm starting to get out there enough that I'm starting to, the, to know what the trail names are. I'm sure if I looked at a map in five minutes, I'd learn it. But it's so much more easier just to go out there and have fun. Yeah. Well, when you're looking at midnight maps, run is my favorite out there. Midnight, the one midnight run that's my favorite for my little YJ. Yeah, the the midnight run and the YJ is nice, and the JK is a little sketchy. There's a <laughs> there's a little cross creek crossing you got to do. Which you got that longer wheelbase, it really tips you over. I'm, I always always makes me nervous, especially if it's wet, because you can't get grip, and you just slide right off the rocks, and there's like a three foot embankment you can fall off of. But so, what about a um, one, one of the questions I had on the GMRS thing, Tony? Yeah, you know they didn't give us any grief out there, hidden falls about the licenses or whatever. But anybody try that thing that I posted on the Discord, the the process on how to go through and pay your because the FCC site was just. I found it confusing. Maybe it was just it's me. It's a pain in the ass. I'm, I did mine a while ago, but yeah. I, I, need to, I, need to, I need to go over that, but I did not have a problem with it, but I've been uh, doing uh, FCC licenses for a number of years. Um, so uh, maybe I need to go over that, maybe do a video or something and, and put it up on uh, uh, the Jeep Talk Show YouTube thing uh, for you guys. It's like 35 bucks uh, uh, for 10 years now. I, I, it's, I got it. It's, not like going on Amazon and buying something. People got to no. understand that. No. I think that's part yeah. of the problem. Well, it feels like a, you're getting scammed for your credit card information halfway through. <laughs> yeah. By the different it does. I, keep I, clicking on. It's, it's not, uh, and nobody has to make sure everybody understands this. There's no tests. You just have to fill out the, the license, uh, pay your $35 and your license for those 10 years. And there's nobody going to give anybody a hard time about uh, a license on GMRS. The only time you're going to have problems with the FCC is if you're interfering with other services. So if you're Think CB, where people were putting up, uh, you know, all these beams and running a thousand watts, uh, amp, and, and that beam that beam directs the the uh, the signal and amplifies the signal, so that thousand watts may be uh, effectively five thousand watts, and that will uh, get into people's stereos and other things. Uh, I remember there was a uh, this church that. Uh, this guy would go by every Sunday, and he, when he was talking on his radio, going by the church, you would hear it come over the the PA system and the the church, and <laughs> it was and he, he was running amplifier and doing all these things that he wasn't supposed to do. So, unless you're doing something like that, you're really not going to have a problem with the FCC. Somebody's going to have to complain before you have an issue. I, I do recommend using the licenses, uh, getting the license, and making sure you have one and using it. But I don't think you're ever going to have an issue uh, with anything like that. It's certainly, well, it's, certainly nobody at Hidden Falls is going to give you a hard time. I mean, that works there. It depends how deep you're going to get into it, especially if you get into the repeaters. Like, I'm on the Midwest repeater that's linked all across the Midwest. You're going to need your call sign. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you uh, have a ham license, do you also have to have a separate GMRS license? Yes. Or, okay, so you have, to pay, you have to pay for both licenses. Yeah, yeah. correct. Okay. <laughs> Kind of dumb, but that is what it is. It's kind of a bummer. No, it's not that big a deal. It's just a different service, a different license. So you got to go. Uh, you got to pay for whatever that license is. Different fee, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, GMRS is supposed to go down to thirty-five. It, it is. It, it, is. it has. Uh, did it go down finally? Yeah. 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 Right, right after I spent seventy, it uh, like exactly. a month exactly with a month <laughs> yeah. or so right. after that. Same here. Yeah, I got okay. it for thirty-five. I just when I got mine. Okay, but I mean, let's let's get realistic about it. It's it's seventy bucks for ten years, so oh, that's seven bucks a year. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> thirty-five would have been better. Oil <laughs> filter. <laughs> it's just a check writing exercise. Yeah, that's true. What was the brand radios that you had mentioned? Yeah. I was looking at the Motorola fifty-channel ones. And then when I was going through the reviews, a lot of people are like, well, half those channels are just bogus anyways. Well, well some, of them, some of them are, are FRS. And FRS is low wattage, uh, 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 no repeater frequencies. 
And for, for everybody out there, repeater basically is just a, a, a transmitter uh, and receiver set up on a, usually a very tall uh, mounted antenna. And it receives your frequency, your transmission, and then rebroadcasts it immediately out. So effectively, uh, you're, you're going through a, like a base station with a, a high antenna and 50 watts. And it makes your signal go out much further. And then people can hear you much further away. And when they talk, they do the same thing. So you can hear them much further away. Uh, there's a gentleman on uh, YouTube that talks about being able to talk 120 miles uh, with some of the repeaters in California. But, of course, they have mountains. But it, that might be the case where you live, too. So this is something that you could use instead of ham radio. Two meter 70 centimeters on ham radio is very popular. And, and it's uh, dominated by repeaters. And uh, so you can do the same thing on GM, GMRS without having to go through all the the uh, uh, tests to get that license. So and they're uh, linking a lot of them as well. Uh, there's like a, oh really? A, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a whole Midwest network of linked repeaters. I can talk from here outside of Chicago down to Indianapolis over to Cincinnati because they're linking them. Yeah, and you have to be careful. I don't know if this is the case with uh, with you, Steve, but you have to be careful because some of those uh, repeaters. Uh, you need permission to use, and, right. and and if they're anything like ham radio operators, they will definitely come on and let you know. Uh, hey, yes. you're welcome to use this, but <laughs> you need to uh, ask permission. Well, on the listing, it'll give you the uh, the main frequency, but as far as the, the the tones, you need they will not list them until you email them. Then they'll give them to you. Now that doesn't mean somebody you can't turn around and give them to someone else, and you know which they don't want you to do. But it's interesting because you had that. Um, the guy from Midland on. Right. It was just after I'd gotten my, my mobile mount where I couldn't do the split tone, so I couldn't even get on the link repeater. So then he came on tell, saying how they just upgraded to get the split tones. Right. And and to use his reference. So I actually emailed them and they gave me a twenty percent off. I dropped his name as being on the Jeep Talk show. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got I got the one with split tones, so now I can get on the uh the, the link repeater network. Yeah. And then, and I didn't really, I mean, we. I'm glad we talked about that during the interview, but I think for the majority of people, it's not going to be an issue, especially no. if you're just uh, wheeling uh, and using your radio on wheeling. It's all going to be all direct, no uh, no repeater operation. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, to answer the question uh, that I think it was Isaac that asked, it's the uh, either Retivis or Retivis, R-E-T-E-V-I-S. And I'm just looking up real quick to see if I can tell you what model number it was that I got. And to be honest with you, also, if you get a mobile mount, it's hardwired in, and then you have a handheld when you're out of the Jeep, then you're not fussing with batteries each time, making sure you have batteries if you forget them. Um, the mobiles can go up a little more power. So uh, Midland, uh, I think it was MXT uh, mobile that's yep. in there, 15 watt. Yep, I, got, I got the 275. That's the one I got, and I love it to death. Yep. I was like, I wanted that, but I mean, to me, that's... It's a little overkill for the parks, right? I think that it is perfectly. But I think, like, if you're going to go, like, want to go to back up to Colorado or go Moab or go someplace like that where your group might get split up or whatever, yeah, it is, that, that's where I think it really, really. Well, it's convenient because I run that with a headset as well, so I'm hands free when I'm in the Jeep, kind of. So I'll tell you guys something real quick, and I, and everybody listening. Uh, when we did that interview, uh, I was told some stuff. Uh, after the interview about what was coming out with Midland. And I was supposed to be able to talk about it in August, but they pushed the release back to October. So I'm not going to say specifically what what it was that's coming out. But if you're looking at buying a Midland mobile, you might want to wait until October whenever they oh, damn it. When they when they make when they when they make the announcement, Tony, you're you're not you're not talking about fifty watt radio transmission to pay off. So the the sixteenth. I'm sorry, everybody's talking at the same time. Is that before the sixteenth? I'm sorry. That's when. What was it again? Are they releasing it before the sixteenth? Because that's when my next event is. Um. I was to, I was told August, and then I I, I reached out to to Zach uh, to see if I could talk about this stuff yet, and he says, "Oh no 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 no, we 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 pushed that back to October." I did not get a date from him, uh, but uh, you could certainly reach out to him. Uh, I mean, uh, like Steve did, and and find out uh, about uh, you know he heard rumors. And, and by the way, uh, one of the I'm sorry, somebody has got a lot of squealing noise and stuff in the background. Um, Puppy. 
So uh, anyway, so uh, one of the things so, that so I tell, you're well, talking about. Let me you, let me just tell you this real quick. One of the uh, Jeep talk show listeners that's the done the watt? one of the Jeep talk show listeners that d- does the radio contact segment. He reached out to me because there was an FCC filing for this radio. Uh, and the, he, uh, I don't know why he's looking, but he, he was looking at that stuff and he saw that Midland had filed for a 50 watt radio, which is a big deal for Midland and a, a bunch of people because Midland has done 40 watt radios, but never a 50. So uh, I will just mention that there's been an FCC filing for a 50 watt radio from Midland. So there you go. I can tell you this. Uh, I actually got three Midland radios. Uh, Zach sent me three Midland radios to try out. And one of them is going to be upgraded uh, in my wife's TJ to go from 15 watts to much higher. Much higher. <laughs> That's Damn it. After I went out and bought the split code one, I pronounced that. Well, that was so actually one of the things they talked about, too. And the split code's a big deal. It is. Well, for the repeater guys. It's... Yeah. Is there a wattage where at some point you jump into other bands at all? Or how does that work with the GMRS? No, uh, 50 watts is uh, perfectly legal uh, by the FCC for a GMRS. Uh, and real quick, before I forget about it, it's a Ritivus RB, like uh, Romeo Bravo 2.6. Ritivus RB 26. That's the one I have. Uh, actually, we got several of them. That's the one Josh was using uh, at the event. No display on it. it. It tells you what channel you're on verbally. So, But really, once you have it on the channel that you want it on, what do you need to display for? How does that work with the privacy codes? Does it tell that as well, or um, it's really in, in my for my use? I didn't really care, uh, so I didn't even look into that. I just wanted something that would do simplex. Uh, it, it may very well be you because uh, you, you can. Um, oh no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't hooked it up. I, th- I thought maybe there was some software that you could hook up to it. There may be, but I haven't messed with it uh, any. So it may be able to do it through uh, through a computer. Uh, but it's uh, right now. It's twenty two dollars and ninety nine cents. On Amazon, can't beat that. And it's a good quality. The case, uh, everything is really nice. So uh, what, the what bow thing doesn't really have the the. It has much more of a, a professional feel about it, like a business radio feel to it, um, much more so than the bow thing. The bow thing is nice for its price, but it feels a little um, cheap. Well, the bow things you also have to know the frequencies, right? So it's not as easy to to get and go. Correct. So for for people that aren't into it, that's that's a rough way to start. Yeah, it is. You have to subscribe to Chirp and all that yeah. stuff and get it all downloaded. And yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, with the bio thing, you can do channel or you can do uh, frequency. You can oh, do okay, either or. Well, it's yeah, it, 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 it's all it frequency. You, it's all frequency, it but as far as what's displayed whenever you program it, right. you can certainly put a channel na- a name on there instead of uh, displaying the frequency. So yeah, but it, it's yeah. it's it's all frequency based on the the valving. It's more like a, a ham radio than it is a channelized radio. It's a difference. Yep, but I mean, you guys. I mean, the the Midlands are fine. Uh, just I would I would make sure that I go for a GMRS radio and not a frs radio but uh because like on frs you're not going to get on channel 16 the channel 16 we're on that's not an frs frequency all right thank you so the uh 50 watt radio that midland's coming out with i got to play with it demo version of it a little bit this past weekend and it's a fair amount bigger body wise than the 40 watt and the Midland guys told me they have are uncertain of the date or price when it will be released. Right, it's got a bigger heat sink on it. Um, oh, is it a head unit with the all in the mic? Yes. Well, that's one of them. But yeah, that's the one I have. Is it's it's fifty watts with a uh, a handheld mic, just like the was it the two seventy five is the fifteen watt or something? Yeah, that's why I got the two seventy five. Yeah, so it it's really nice because it's great in a Jeep. You don't have to worry about mounting a, a face, mounting anyways any place where you have the face. All you have to do is have the uh, the mic available. Has the licensing changed for the GMRS? Uh, um pricing because i know it was at 70 bucks at one time but i think they were talking about it was going to drop at 35 or something uh john from the guy that does the radio contact segment for us on occasion uh said that it's dropped to 35 so uh, my the hearsay is is that it has dropped already like uh, a month or two ago confirmed i mean that's how much i paid for mine okay good oh i paid for mine okay so i I gotta get mine (laughs) (laughs) 
Well done, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, did you have fun. communications while you were out at the event? Oh, yeah. I did. I was just complaining about it. I paid seventy dollars versus the thirty-five dollars. Oh, okay. Well, you, I was giving a nice little gesture. You had uh, you had money before you started buying lockers, so it's all right. <laughs> well, this money, he, this money, gets spent to not be a, a rat bastard anymore. <laughs> well, I'm not a rat bastard, so oh, okay. there you go. Uh, others, right? Yeah, <laughs> others. Yeah, just donate yeah, my money to other people, not to be rat bastards. Got it. Making our subscriptions, making up the yeah, that's Making the other thing. That, that's the other thing. We're going to have to uh, ha uh, assign somebody to uh, hand out stickers, uh, which Andrew did. With, well, there was some complaining there, but he did an excellent job. He has to be paid. I like, I think he was trying to trying to get some some of that subscriber money he paid back. I think he was like, <laughs> he, wanted to, he wanted to be a rat bastard again, right? So give me my money back. <laughs> so I got to be honest with you. I saw the pictures of uh, the the white flag flying off the back of the jeep. It, it was yeah. kind of looking like the Taliban pictures there. Oh, cool! <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the funniest parts about that you you didn't see it because I wasn't filming it. We were at the tail on FMTRO. There was this like dust devil tornado of dust that came flying right through the whole group, and it hit Andrew like just perfectly on the side, and the flag went like straight back, like just completely stiff, like it was on the moon or something like that for a while. You know, kind of. You know, come to think of it, it would have been much better to put that flag on Guy's Jeep because at the speed he was hitting, it would have been out flapping in the breeze, you know? That might have taken airborne. I had two flags at the campsite. One was for off-roading 101 odds business, and one was the uh, Texans flag, but I didn't feel like putting them on the Jeep to try and go through the trails. Yeah. Hey, have you done those, uh, that, that one, the, the Todd's uh, classes? I've done 101, 201, and helped him figure out 301 at Hidden Falls. So whenever they do a 301 class, we ran through some courses and uh, to figure out what people could possibly do. So I'm, I helped just promote him. Yeah, so I'm trying to uh, – uh, he's he's up for it, but we're trying to uh, tie down a good date to do an interview. And I haven't talked to him about it yet, but I was planning on uh, uh, going out there and, and doing one of the courses because it's just, it's just right there uh, in Bluebell country. Uh, yeah. Bluebell's an ice cream for you folks that don't know. It's kind of like beaver nuggets uh, on steroids. Um, is, so, but a lot more expensive. Yeah, but he's. Uh, it's not very far from me. It's it's only like an hour to go to. Uh, I'm brain farting on the name of where uh, Bluebell is located. But any, anyway, Brian, uh, I'm sorry. It, the, the the course is in Bryan, Texas. Brenham. Yeah, I'm thinking Brazos, of Brenham. Brenham's yeah. off road something. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't talked to him about it yet, but I'm planning on uh, going out there to one of those things. I think it'd be a lot of fun just to get out there and, and mess around and uh, maybe get to, uh, uh, talk to Todd and some of the other folks that were there. And it never hurts to get the uh, the big ass Jeep Talk Show sticker in front of uh, in front of Jeepers, is what I say. That's right. <clears throat> yep. So there's a uh, there's five you can buy, and I don't know why anybody why anybody would want to, but you can get five of the Ritivus uh, RB26 uh, GMR, GMRS handhelds. For seventy nine ninety nine, so you can actually get five of them. And then they have drop in chargers, mm -hmm. and they uh, have a USB port. So if you have a USB port uh, or you plug one into your your Jeep, you can actually charge the radio uh, right there in the Jeep. So that that makes it really handy. That's cool. So uh, I know it's a not a Bronco show, but has anybody seen those? Like, oh. seeing those out there a lot more now. I saw one of my, uh, besides the one we saw at Hidden Falls, I actually saw one today parked right next to me. Now we have the Jeeps park parking by Jeeps. I was parked at a coffee shop this morning, and one came and parked right next to mine. How uh, insulting. And, uh, you know, to me, when I see them in person like that, they really just look like a, a JL with no character. I don't know if that's the only way I could describe it. It's just, it's boxy, but it doesn't, it doesn't really distinguish. You know? Oh, living <laughs> out here in Yuppieville, I'm seeing plenty of them out here. Oh, I bet. I, I saw a, a, an advertisement. I'm sorry, no, I saw a little uh, story a headline. Basically, dealers are getting in trouble for making up uh, customers that are wanting the, the Broncos so they can get more of them on their lots. Um, so apparently they're having problems getting the Broncos out everywhere. I guess it was the same problem that Jeep had when the Gladiator was released. Uh, everybody was wanting a Gladiator. No. Well, the, the dealers, I mean, that's... And especially now with all the chip shortages, they're going to try to get their hands on anything they can. Right. 
But I was, I was hoping Chris was going to be here tonight, but I know he's got the, the swim meet thing or whatever. But, you know, I saw an article where, like, a lot of the, the, the inventory they have coming out of Speedo is just sitting in parking lots, right? It's missing, like, the key components to finish and everything else. So they're being, like, what, 90% built and stopped? And then, well, I think they... I think they stopped production temporarily until they've, they've got so much inventory just this part unable to finish that they actually stopped production of that so i wonder if uh if this continues on i mean we see the we saw the story right with all the cargo ships parked oh, off of the california coast unable to unload um so if this continues for how long i mean with those that would be interesting right because you may have a bunch of 2021 models where they sell them as 2022s but they have to go back in and rework them i mean well, think about this, okay? There's so many container ships parked off of California. There's about twice that many parked off of China that can't get in to get loaded. So Yeah, but that, that's been going on for a while because when I was out in California with Mike and them, you could look out there out in the bay and you just see lines and lines of mm-hmm. uh, those. And that was in, what was that, Mike? Was that in the January, February time frame somewhere in there? When yeah. was that? Mm, yeah, I think so. I can't remember. You remember. The problem is now they're seeing it on the other side in China. The ships, the ships can't get in. It used to be backed up just trying to get unloaded. Now they're backed up trying to get loaded on the other side, and that's creating imbalances in all the truck chassis, all the containers, and everything. It's just, it's just a flipping mess. I deal with this day in and day out at work. I wonder. Well, I was curious though. All that inventory that Larry mentioned that they've got just sitting there. If they don't get the parts they need to finish it after a certain time frame right are they still allowed to sell them as like new 2021s i mean i'm assuming they've had that inventory for a while i'm curious good question it's a prior model that 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 price should be going down so yeah, what, they'll drop so, prices because so what happens if you have like a 2020 gladiator that that nobody buys in 2020 and they go to sell it in 2021 or even 2022. Uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine anybody, any dealer do, allowing that to happen, but it's still a new vehicle when you buy it. I mean, it may be a discounted uh, amount because they want to get it get it gone because it's been there for so long, uh, but it's still a new vehicle if it hasn't uh, but, been owned by anybody but the dealer. But those have completed the manufacturing process, right? For a lot of these, they haven't even completed the process, right? They're missing parts. Well, no, I understand, so, but I, I'm saying that even, even when one, even when one is fully put together, if if they don't sell it to somebody, it's considered new until they sell it. I think. Right. I just didn't know when the when they put the VIN and made them like official, right, in the manufacturing process. So if they don't have all that on there, then they really haven't built them yet. Well, I, I had a VIN for my Gladiator before they built it. Mm. Yeah, but I w- I would assume because it's not the actual year model that I mean you could get a probably good discount off of the of that particular model. No, I I don't think discounts. Demand. I don't think there's going to be any discounts for a long time, whether it's <laughs> used or new. Discounts are going to be anything. It can be a twenty twenty one and twenty twenty three as long as there ain't nothing new coming out. They're just going to leave it. Yeah. Does does, does does it have its all its chips in it? Yes, I'll pay you five thousand dollars over. Dollars <laughs> <laughs> on the market it's, right now. It'll it'll just come down to whether or not they're selling. Hmm? So uh, if they're, sell- if the they're selling, they won't have a discount. But if, but if yeah. they're not selling. They'll have to discount. Yep. Yeah. Well, used car prices are as, such as a of, high. Oh, no. I hear a familiar voice. As of right now, like, yeah. So, like, right now, I'm ordering Jeeps. Um, we, we, we're dealerships were allocated X amount of Jeeps we can buy. So, you know, my dealership's a smaller dealership. I can order, you know, two, you know, a month. Um, in that we order them now and with it not being a sold vehicle, it's pushed to a back burner. I just sold a gladiator, um, that's still not at my dealership. It's currently in North Carolina. It's made it this far, but it was ordered in April and it just now made it to North Carolina. The vehicles that are purchased with a buyer, I've already put a down payment on it. Those are getting moved quicker. I ordered one, my first vehicle sold was august 4th and it was a jeep uh willies um just a jake or a jl willies not a jlu um it took a while to get built it has now been built and i'm waiting on shipping shipping is now in a delay and it's taking forever to get there 
the there we just now released the 22 model for wrangler the gladiator is still if you go into order and buy one it's a 20 21 model you can't order 2022 20, yet but i can't keep a gladiator in the building one comes in or one was again built in april it's sold before it even hits my dealership floor we post on the website saying hey it's coming in and sight unseen these people are buying it um those those vehicles that are sitting waiting on chips they're going to be released and are they going to be a 2022 price but they're going to be the 2021 price and 2022 is just going to go up as they start changing and do it because i can't keep a jeep in stock to save my life um it's i sold a 4xe today it was ordered and it's going to take you know eight to 12 weeks but they're like this is what we want we're going to wait on it uh and it was a 2022 model um but i'll i'll keep you guys posted because it was ordered today on how long it takes to get here tony's done a lot of tracking but it's yeah a different world right well now. you should have more information on it than what i did i was just messing with one jeep you you're seeing more than one jeep but i, right. I do want to take a moment to to reach out to everybody here listening as maybe uh, as consumers to help uh, Travis and his his Jeep sales, uh, in as much as it's probably not a good idea to put a uh, rat bastard uh, dead uh, rat toe tag on the uh, the new Jeep that you just sold. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught that or not, but uh, Travis put up a picture. And so he actually put a rat bastard uh, toe tag on the one of those new Jeeps he sold. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I talked. I had a. Big conversation with a customer. I, I, I built a, you know, family base. I'm going to take care of them and make sure they're good. But yep. his wife, or he actually had a Jeep. He was buying this for his wife and he said, I'm going to trade it and I'm going to keep this one for myself and the wife's going to have the other one. But he said he went from, you know, cars and this and that. He bought a Jeep. They traded in a 2019 Honda Pilot with 12,000 miles to get this Jeep. And this wasn't a brand new Jeep. This was a 2026 or 2016 um, J, J, JKU. And uh, a buddy of mine reached out to me wanting to sell it to the dealership because um, he was actually going to an old classic Willys um, and, and an old truck that he had that he met his wife in. So that's why I'm going to trade all this stuff in and I'm going to go this direction. And I immediately found a buyer who just is like, nope, I want every vehicle in the family to be a Jeep. And he wanted to take it off road the following day. You worry, he's like, "Yep, yeah, we got We got to take it and see what it can do." But and it, and it and it handled well. That was actually the Jeep I met out with Nikki G and uh, went to uh, our Jeep Tastic Park, and uh, where I met Nikki G and, and took it on a little man made trail. It's nothing like what you guys hit, but Nikki and I both did a fantastic job on it. And that Jeep, I'm like, man, if you're looking for a Jeep to wheel, this is the one set up. And built by a fireman that's been working hard, um, built that thing right, and he was ecstatic. And, and it doesn't matter uh, what you do off-road, as long as you get off-road. I mean, even if it's just a, a logging trail, it's, it's right. wonderful to get out there. Anyway, I appreciated sure. the, the Rat Bastard the uh, sticker on there. Yeah. He, he loved the app, and he's like, give me more. I want to pass these out. I love that. So much better than a duck. <laughs> uh, but he was, he was in love. You know, I've been on the uh, the TikTok here lately, and uh, I literally saw somebody rip the uh, side trim off of their Grand Cherokee, like a, a WJ or something, literally rip the, the side trim off of it and slap the duck off the uh, off the door handle. He says, get that effing duck off my Jeep. <laughs> there's, some, there's some really duck haters out there. It's funny. I was just like, bye-bye. Your rat bastard cling things that y'all are giving out? No. Well, well, I'm driving down the freeway coming back at my top speed of like 62. It flew off. <laughs> the cling, it's a cling that clings to the glass. But I don't know if y'all need to look at maybe getting a little bit better, stick them or whatever they do to it. Oh, the, uh, the rat bastard sticker? Yeah, it was a cling on. Yeah. Uh, and not yeah. to be confused with Star Trek. Uh, and, uh, uh, I think they, they just put those things on special and I went, oh yeah, sure. Fine. And I ordered some. So, uh, when they do a special for the sticky stickers, I'll, uh, I'll get some of those. Okay. Cause it just went flying off the windshield. I went, well, so much for being a rat bastard. I guess I got to subscribe now. 
<laughs> you can always be a rap bastard at heart. That's right. <laughs> even True. people, even people that are paid subscribers. Hey, guy, do you have a top for that uh, for that TJ? TJ, I'm sorry, not TJ. YJ. <laughs> We're getting ready to fight. Uh, I have the soft top. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't have the top with you when you came out to the uh, Hidden Falls, right? No, I just had the bikini, what they, whatever they call it, bikini top, on top. So that's all I had. So keep in mind, uh, a guy <laughs> lives in the Houston area. I'm in Katy, which is uh, basically the same thing. And uh, he drove, uh, what was it, like three and a half hours? Probably longer at 62 miles an hour. Well, I had to stop at Bucky's and get my beaver nugget, <laughs> so it took, you know, it took a little longer. <laughs> you know, their barbecue sandwiches are damn good, too. Yeah. I always get the breakfast uh, burritos and stuff. No, it, was, it took about four hours because my top speed on my little 2.5 is just, you know, oh, I, I can get it up to 72 behind an 18-wheeler going downhill. Right. Yeah, I forgot that it's got the four-cylinder in there. Yeah. So, But, I mean, it. you know, I don't – and the windows that I have for the soft top are all pretty much ruined. So, I just try to run it with the bikini or just the top with no side windows and stuff. Yeah, those tops. And it was a have barn gotten, find, so the windows got ruined when it was in the barn for ten years. Sure. I guess, so. Yeah, and those tops are so expensive now. At least they were for the TJs. My uh, my daughter's uh, 2005 was like that. It was real cloudy, and uh, went through some stuff trying to uh, get it cleared up, and it, it just wasn't going to happen. And I think the the factory style top. It was actually a best top, but the fa factory style top was over six hundred dollars. Yeah, and I'm about fifty miles from Galveston, so I you know we're. I, I, I like to run without the top. No, it's 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 great if you can uh, if you can tolerate it. Uh, I don't mind the wind and stuff, but uh, any conversations you might as well just forget it. Which which can be a plus though, depending on who's riding with you. Well, usually to me alone because my my best half since my Jeep is my better half. My best half has sciatica nerve problems, so she can't even get in the thing. So she until we get something done with her back so mm -hmm. you catch hell for that you you just bought that jeep so that uh, i wouldn't be able to go with you do you, do you hear that <laughs> no no <laughs> she she does her thing and i do mine she, yeah, I like right you. now she's with a friend in galveston you know for a couple three days so just we do our things well sorry to hear she's having some uh, back pains uh, i've heard about the sciatica thing and it's uh, it's no fun no it's not <laughs> And she's tried the steroids, and you know, and I guess it's going to be the knife next. So. And then maybe she can come out there with us. Well, I've got you quiet and everything. Are y'all any of y'all going to the Fall Run Texas Four Wheel Drive up in Gilmer, Barnwell Mountain, on October seventh through the tenth? Um, uh, he brought uh, Cliff brought that up the other night. Was last week or whatever? Yeah, uh, right. I know I was booked. That's daughter's birthday weekend, so I'd get in trouble. I just yeah, I, I booked that weekend. I was going to go, and it's the one weekend in October. I couldn't do anything. Well, see, my that's birthday's eleven, so that's birthday. My birthday present to myself. Yeah, I'm actually coming out by you guys. I'm being Houston all weekend. <laughs> okay, and then how about November fifth through the seventh, the Lone Star Fall Crawl at Hidden Falls? Now that I might be down for because I don't currently. We're going to Gallenberg on Thanksgiving, but I don't have anything on the books for early November yet. Okay, well, they're, they're getting ready to close up the reservations or whatever for that. So if you're thinking about going to Hidden Falls on November 5th through the 7th for the Lone Star Fall Crawl, start Googling it and see what you got to do. But they, I mean, you have to do the pre Like, even on Polar Bear Run, normally you can show up and if you're still there pretty early, you're good. As long as you're not camping, right? If you're camping, you definitely have to do the reservations. But right. you know, I haven't had too many issues just showing up. No, I mean, but like all the cabins are taken right now, and I think they have just the primitive campsites left for, you know, for campers, so. Right. That's one of the advantages of uh, living 30 minutes away. And it's I've already made the tent reservations and entry fee to event is paid, so I guess they require you to, I mean, I did this a while back to get, go ahead and pay for the event, so I don't know how many people are coming. For the for that particular event so right and of course when you pay it doesn't matter if you go or not they still got the money <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah we have a jeep event coming up this weekend uh called Oki jeep jam here in muskogee okay i'll be there just, yeah 
<laughs> takes four hours to get to, to get to hidden oh, falls and that was that was cruel yeah, he got his hopes up what is that? It's like a, probably a 12 hour drive for you <laughs> i think i'll ship it yeah <laughs> i remember going through muskogee the yeah, way down? is that on the way down when you got a uh, three hours out of out of your way or whatever it was <laughs> Yeah, well, that was uh, what is that? That's before you get go through the res and everything. Yeah, that's before you go through the Indian Nation area, and it's below Tulsa, about it's south of Tulsa, probably thirty miles, maybe. <clears throat> I Gee, live about half a day ago. to get out of Texas. Yeah, it really does. I was looking at a. Uh, I was looking at how far it would take to get to uh, Georgetown, California. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's like a 27-hour drive from here. Two days. Well, I drove from Houston to Anchorage, Alaska. Holy crap. Wow. Well, I, I was, I've been doing my, uh, my early research for trying to figure out if a, a late July, early August of next year Rubicon trip is feasible. So, wanted to wanted to check out all the, the specifics there, but I know Georgetown's the trailhead, right? That's where you kind of go out there for, oh, what is that lake that's out there? There's a reservoir or something that you kind of meet up and go in, but that's where the big... We, sh we should make it right after the snow all melts off. That way, in case there's any fires or anything else, we're not caught up in all that. We'll do, we can do it like right after uh, everything thaws out. Yeah, I think the, my, my issue is that... Uh, like from May 31st all the way through June 22nd, I'm going to be at Disney World. So yeah, uh, June is pretty much shot for me. <laughs> Second job or what? No, we're doing big family vacation. We do about three <laughs> weeks. We do three weeks at Grand Floridian every couple of years or whatever. So wow, our big our big trip. Well, you know, it wouldn't be near as far to drive to go to Colorado instead of California. It wouldn't, but I think that my, my, and I would be definitely down with hitting Black Bear again, right? Last time I went up there, I did Black Bear and Imogene and Ophir, but uh, Engineer was closed, and so was uh, Pagoopsy at the end, right? So, uh, Imogene's closed now. Yeah, I figure most of them would get should be closed, you know, about middle of September is when they start closing back down, right? So, so Bob, House Cammy, and all of them. I seen you were down there. Ah. Doing good. Uh, she was putting a bumper on when I walked in the shop. She hadn't gotten any of my messages all day. Uh, so she was surprised when I randomly showed up yesterday. So I uh, didn't get to see Neil. He'd run to get parked somewhere. But so yeah, Colorado would be fun as well, right? Like I said, especially, and you know, I like to do. Colorado, I, I, besides the San Juans, I also like to go up around Taylor Park. I don't know if you've ever been there, um, but that's up around Pitkin and Ten Cup, and all those areas with the Collegiate Peaks. There's some pretty good, there's some pretty good trails up and through there. I mean, it's mainly an ATV side by side place. But it's some good stuff to get into. Well, Bob just did the we one. We go I'm as far down as Red Cone. Yeah, we just did Red Cone uh, two weeks ago. Uh, we go as far down uh, Salida, a little bit around that area is doable within a day trip from Denver here. No problem. Uh, but we can do Red Cone and uh, Radical Hill, Webster Pass. Those are all pretty easy to get to. And then there are a lot of shorter, easier trails up here towards Longmont and Estes Park also. I try to I try to go uh if I'm going up to Taylor Park first, I try to go up Raton Pass. Uh when I'm coming across New Mexico going up in. If I if I'm going straight to the San Juans, I'd normally try to go across 40 all the way to go up through uh Pagosa Springs or you know go to Albuquerque and go north till I hit five fifty and all that. But it, it depends on which ones. But the Colorado's I, I just came off 40 and up through Pagosa Springs uh, at James, just east of Jamestown, New Mexico, and then come up through the bluffs and into Durango that way. It's a, it's a nice drive. I, I will say this. Uh, 
that was when I decided to change out my uh, hood latches. First time I came out through there, those factory rubber ones I had on there when I first got but this, my hood was just flapping like crazy going going up. Uh, I think it was what, Monarch. I think we went up. We went up through there. It was, uh, yep, Monarch going up. Go up to Durango and then go up through Silverton to Montrose. Then you come across to Gunnison and around Monarch. If you ever do that drive, Old Monarch Pass, you can, it turns off right at the top of Monarch Pass off 50, is a beautiful drive. It's, it's only open in the summer. It's just basically a forced road now. Uh, but you can take a full-size pickup down it. But it's a nice drive, especially this time of year in the fall. Uh, all the trees changing. Yeah, I think uh, I just I'd love to be able to. I mean, I mean the parks are nice. I love being the parks and stuff like that. But I mean, it would be it would be awesome to get a group to go up to lab or, or eventually do the Rubicon. I mean, the Rubicon is my ultimate goal, right? But um, the, the same. So I don't know. I mean, I'd like to do it next year, but I mean, if Colorado makes more sense, I know late July, early August is really good for the San Juans, right? Because Everything's normally open by then. It's pretty yeah. funny. I was kind of curious what the driving time between uh, here and uh, uh, Southeast Texas uh, into Colorado would be. And somebody just mentioned Imogene Pass. So I did a, a quick Google map on that, and I got really excited when it said four hours and 50 minutes. And then I saw the little plane icon next to that. So <laughs> it's, 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 you know, I, did, I didn't think through it, think it through. I was like, oh, that's not bad. But uh, no, 19 hours and 32 minutes, 1,162 miles. So, but my oh, God, man. you go up through uh, a lot of uh, pretty uh, uh, Texas and then into uh, New Mexico and uh, yep. then into Colorado. I bet you that would just be a gorgeous drive. There's got to be some places in, uh, uh, in uh, New Mexico to go wheeling too that, that would be uh, fun to, uh, uh, see uh, firsthand. I don't know about wheeling, but we always stop. We, a couple times we've gone. We we stop at Clayton Lake State Park, um, right there on the just on the New Mexico side of the Texas border or whatever. Uh, if you go through Amarillo, and um, they've got an awesome area with like dinosaur tracks and and all kinds of stuff out there. You can go see if you like seeing that kind of stuff. Right. Um, that's a that's a great like halfway stopping point because once you once you get there. That's like eight nine hours to there, and then another eight or nine hours, I guess, on into Ure. I'm just I'm just surprised that it's uh, 21 hours to uh, Big Bear Lake, California. Good God! <laughs> that is Bob. Bob is corpse. Ute is your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Randy, did you crawl underneath the gladiator and see if anything uh, anything showed what you were hanging up on, or? Finding the damage under there at all? Yes, the uh, the right rock rail is what caught me. Okay. And then, then one of the uh, the cross member right behind the uh, engine had a little bit of scrape on it. it. Was like I hit it pretty good on that rock rail. You talking about the yeah. sliders? The slider that yeah. was on there. That's what I thought when I went by it. But I think Lacey said she also saw like a root uh, that was getting you from the. When I, on the wheel or something when the slider hit that rock it snapped that the back end around the left and i got hung up on that route mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so you, you were the, pretty good there for a while yep yeah so did you convince the wife for a lift kit now <laughs> uh, yes but the problem is it's almost impossible to find one for a diesel now uh, metal cloak makes one yeah that's about the only one yeah, they make a. It's a modified version of the game changer. I think it's just a different set of springs. I don't know. Right they, uh, to they handle the weight of the diesel. Yeah, yeah. You got the Mopar one. Yeah, there's the Mopar. Yeah, you're right. They got one. They've got a diesel option for the JL and the JT. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Unless you're going. Unless you want to go more than two inches. Yeah, yeah I would have. I would have rather gone with something more than two inches, but uh, I, I thought uh, putting the uh, the the Mopar version on there would be. Uh, the safest thing to do with the hundred thousand mile warranty that I got on mine, and I'm I'm really happy with it. It, it performed very well uh, out in Hidden Falls. Uh, what uh, with at least the things that I had done, so I was real happy with that. Nothing. I think the only thing that got caught up was a lower control arm at one point, uh, and that was really just to back up and go at it again. 
So, uh, how does what is it that they say at the bars? Uh, you uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Well, that that's that means we're wrapping up this uh, roundtable. So, if uh, if you guys uh, joined us, thank you very much for for coming in here. And uh, it looks like Mike uh, Zinn showed up. Bob two cheap cheap jeeps showed up. Uh, Larry changed his name from uh, iPhone to Jeep and Mo. And uh, I know Travis uh, showed up too. So I'm glad all you guys could get in here and uh chime in before the uh before the end of the uh the, the, of the show uh and thank you for listening to the uh the the jeep talk show roundtable hopefully you're enjoying these uh they are we're calling them special for now uh i don't know for sure that we'll uh, be continuing these i guess it really will depend on on how you guys uh the listeners uh download the the episodes and how much you enjoy them if you enjoy them uh we certainly love getting on here and talking about jeeps and uh, GMRS, and well, you never can tell what we're going to talk about, frankly. <laughs> so, uh, again, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, if you don't know how to join in on the Zoom meetings, and we have the Zoom meeting on Tuesdays and Thursday nights, uh, you can uh, subscribe to our newsletter, jeeptalkshow.com slash newsletter, or as we like to say, just uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. And uh, that's the kind of the one-stop shop for everything. If you go there, you'll see how to uh, sign up for the newsletter. Get that newsletter, and then you will get the links and uh, a weekly reminder of uh, the of the Zoom meeting. And uh, you can become a, an official Zoom people simply by uh, attending the Zoom meeting. So you guys have a great night, and uh, uh, listen for the uh, the Jeep Talk Show. We uh, have new episodes on Fridays and Mondays, and these uh, special. Uh, roundtables are coming out on Wednesdays. So that's a lot of Jeep talk show that uh, can keep you busy at work or on your drive uh, to and from work, maybe mowing the grass, maybe even at the gym if anybody's going to the gym these days. Anyway, have a great night and thank you for joining us. Podcasting since 2010.